High Noon with George Hook. Thanks to ClaytonHotels.com with 17 hotels across Ireland and the UK. All right, uh, welcome back. It's time for Tuesday Travel in the company of the world's greatest traveller, Barry Kenny. We've two choices, really. We can discuss the United Airlines fiasco for 30 minutes, or we can go to Bosnia and Croatia. I've decided, executive decision, mm-hmm. Bosnia and Croatia. In that it's more peaceful than United <laughs> Airlines flights. Okay, absolutely. Christ. <laughs> um, have you been to Certainly either? not. Really? Well, you're missing I, out. No, I've told you a million times. Yes, I know you're conserved. No, Ingrid. Yes. No, Ingrid. Ingrid does not go to places where there has been a, a war or public disorder in the last hundred okay. years. Right. So it kind of narrows the holiday. Right. You go to the Blaskets, basically. You know? <laughs> so, um, yeah. well, listen, I've been going for a while. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I first tried to go to Croatia in 1995. The war technically hadn't quite finished, uh, but it basically had in Zagreb. You were going like a kind of war correspondent. <laughs> kind of, I said this is a little safe. Oh, yeah, I was in this country and there was a war raging. Uh, but actually, I was two days away from Zagreb. I was going overland and uh, the Serbs shelled it again. So I, you know. Decided you to, were going by train. I was going by train. Yeah, exactly. Been a train, uh, a trainee. Well, I, I did an awful lot over overland travel in those days. 1998 was actually the first time then that I went. And you there. went where? Went. Uh, we'll come through a few of the places, but no. Uh, but I mean, tra- country. Oh, Croatia and Bosnia at the time. Toured now, around through. Can I just because of my age? Mm. This was all Yugoslavia one time, wasn't it? It was, yes. And you had Tito, the dictator. Tito yep. dies. The whole thing breaks up into about 17 different countries. Well, it's Tito dies and it's, of course, the Iron Curtain falling. Yeah. And, the, the, if you like, the Russian Soviet hold. So it all breaks up because you've got populist nationalist politicians, first and foremost, coming to power. So you've got the Slobodan Milosevic's. You've got these coming up who are going to ferment, uh, shall we right. say, the biases and prejudices. But now, just because I know some, I know something about Yugoslavia. I'm better yeah. on Yugoslavia than I am on modern day countries there. Right. right? Yes. But the two main countries, of course, were Serbia, Serbia and Croatia. Croatia. Yes. You're going to Croatia, but you meant why did you mention Bosnia? But why are you not going to one country? Well, it's. I think it's not necessarily a place you go for a full holiday, Bosnia. But okay. if you're going to what is the absolute jewel of Croatia, which is Dubrovnik, there's very easy day trips or oh, need okay, longer trips great. into Now, Bosnia. I do know about Dubrovnik. Mm. All the taxi drivers go to Dubrovnik on the holidays. It's a popular spot. It is a very popular spot. And I remember landing in there in 1998 and all that was going there was backpackers uh, revealing this just pristine, uh, a glorious city. I, I think it is the number one urban landscape in Europe. Uh, really? Dubrovnik. The old wow. town of Dubrovnik. These protected old ramparts and walls that were shelled heavily during the war in 1991. This is one of the fascinating things about going there, by the way, is that you've got the ancient history and you've got these preserved old towns, but of course you have the impact of the breakup of Yugoslavia. Uh, but very, very quickly restored and it has become the absolute number one tourist destination in Croatia. Now, Dubrovnik is, is not a seaside area. It is, right on the coast. That's what I thought. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So you're going there for city and beach. City like, and I, beach. And, okay. not, and, and it, these, it tends to be not sandy beaches, not an awful lot of sandy beaches there. Straight off rocks into the most beautiful, clear Adriatic water we ever saw. As I say, the old town with its walls. You can walk around the entire old town, see down to the city, which, and, and it's one, I suppose, issue that ha- is developing there. 
it's becoming something of a museum piece uh, because since uh, the end of the war and since tourism has come back, uh, everybody's selling up, people are setting up guest houses, are doing rentals, and there's only 500 people living in the old town. Uh, so but how do you get there? You can fly direct uh, Dublin to Dubrovnik. Aer Lingus uh, operate that. Absolutely. Quite a number of cities. You can fly to Split now, a new route from Aer Lingus this year. You can fly to Zadar with uh, Ryanair as well. I don't know if anybody still do Rijeka, uh, but a lot of options. And what it means is you can fly into one, do a little bit of touring and fly out of the other and make the most of your time. Dubrovnik is where you have to spend. Okay. Time. Well, we've done that, it. although Edward and Ace, a point you appear to have missed, but then you're one of the fittest people in Newstalk. Uh, he, was, he, he thinks Dubrovnik is stunning, mm-hmm. but it's full of steps and steep hills, so you have to be fit. Yeah, and, and a lot depends on where you choose to stay, I have to say, in terms of if you're staying up in the town where I actually would stay. I'd say in the Plache Gate side of it uh, because it's very near the old town. You've got beautiful coastlines and, oh, yeah. and there is a lot of steps. But if you stay in uh, La Pad, where I think most of the hotels are, good bus connections there. But I do want to say when you get into it, um, you are going to see, as I say, this stratum, this main, almost marble-paved uh, main street, pedestrianised street through the centre of it. All of the old town is pedestrianised, I, I should say. And this expanse of old houses with the red tiles on the roofs some of the best photos you'll ever get on holidays in your life. Do not miss the uh, Booza Bar. And if anybody has been there in the last couple the of years... Bar? Booza, Booza, yeah. uh, as in it means hole in, uh, in yeah, Croatian. Right. Um, just outside the city walls on the edge of a... perched onto the cliff, looking out at the sea. Um, questionable sanitation, it has to be said, in the particular <laughs> bar. But if anybody's been there in the last couple of years, I'd love to know if the owner, uh, Danko, is still alive because he seemed to be enjoying the product of the bar a lot <laughs> uh, in, in, in the times that we were there. Now, Hold on while here. You yes. see, because my head is Yugoslavia, yes. right? I haven't got around all these mm. small countries. Zagreb. Mm. Zagreb is the capital of Croatia. Of Croatia? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And Croatia is Catholic, I suppose, predominantly Bosnia, Muslim pre- predominantly, and Serbia, uh, Christian Orthodox. And they broke that way in the ethnic cleansing, I suppose, was the phrase that was brought uh, to us. But in terms of Zagreb, I got to tell you, I could take, take it or leave it. I could. Oh, it's okay. a nice okay. coffee town. There's a couple of uh, interesting things there in terms of uh, the cemetery. Uh, has these amazing old arcades, magnificent covered arcades, but also home to a great museum, the Museum of Broken Relationships. Okay, <laughs> which has are these uh, romantic relationships? Yeah, basically, are they basically, are you yeah, no, and it is just kind of brick brack of random symbols of broken love affairs and broken marriages. Go away. Uh, and it's actually been so successful they've set set up a second branch in Los Angeles. <laughs> right, so that's they're the main reasons why we go to Zagreb. Stay to the coast largely because once you've uh, finished with Dubrovnik, and I hope, are we finished with Dubrovnik? We are for okay, a right. just all time only. Oh, right. Okay, like, well, the one reason. place I do want to say is hop out straight out in front of us, a place called Lockram Island. Short boat trip over, you could even kayak over if you want to. Uh, Croatia is overrun with naturist beaches, George. Is uh, it? Yes. Uh, Fry Corporate Culture. If you see the letters FKK, it means a lot of unacceptably hirsute Germans of both genders <laughs> are hanging out on that particular beach. But uh, Lockroom right in front of Dubrovnik. Because we don't have any naturist beaches in Ireland. No, we don't have any. Yes. I don't think there's anything officially designated. No, there may be no. some that are but, but these are naturist beaches. Yes. Yeah, I've uh, never been on naturist beaches. Really? Yeah. You, you walked by one casually? No, no, well, I mean, you would have thought it's the, knowing George is the kind of thing he'd do. <laughs> that's, that's, I did make the assumption. 
assumption. Yes. <laughs> but I didn't actually. I seem to that seemed to have passed me by. As I say, George, you know, unacceptably hirsute. That's all I have to say <laughs> on that particular matter. Right. It's now a nature reserve as well. So okay. as well as but nature. What about Split? That you mentioned. Split now is a, a new direct Aer Lingus route this summer. Uh, its star Diocletian's Palace is even older than the Ravenhall Town. Dates from 305 AD, basically a retirement home for a uh, Roman emperor. If Dubrovnik's become a museum piece, this is a bustling, living city. Splitters. In Diocletian's Palace itself. This is like the merchants went into the temple and Jesus doling out Dermot Bannon's business card to say, <laughs> would you like to make renovations here and set up in this particular corner? Um, it basically in the 7th century all the local people were fleeing war and they took up refuge here and they started establishing businesses and they started building structures so within this palace or indeed basically kind of fortifications you have bars restaurants in the in the basements you've got them under porticos it's Fabulous and fascinating. You can stay there in, in both in terms of uh, hotels and guest houses now, as well. I, I, I'm surprised, given how often you've been talking to me on this topic, you've succeeded now in spending about 10 minutes talking about uh, Croatia and not once have you mentioned a hotel that George would stay in. Right. Well, in Dubrovnik, I'll give you two, right? Yeah. Uh, I didn't stay in them, but I actually stayed up the road from them and then used all their <laughs> facilities. It was Hotel Argentina and Hotel Excelsior are magnificent, okay. magnificent hotels. They're George-type hotels. They are George-type hotels. You can stay in apartments of Salvazani in uh, the old town of Split. Um, Split, you have uh, nearby as well the island of Brack, uh, which is famous for its glorious white stone. It was used to build Diocletian's Palace, but it was also used to build the White House in Washington, D.C., this yeah. Croatian stone. Uh, but you've lovely palm-lined waterfront along the front there in Split. You've also got the Marianne Peninsula wooded headland with even your own private beaches or coves. I really, I think the water, I think this Adriatic coastline in uh, Croatia really tops an awful lot of the Med uh, because... Oh, well, you see, the Med isn't a great place for water mm. because like, it's like just one big lake yeah. and there's a pile of dirt in it. Well, this because they don't have an awful lot of sandy beaches, it's yeah. crystal clear. Uh, yeah. I know, I yeah. love that. Yeah. You mentioned about Zagreb, though. Yeah. Um, because, again, Yugoslavia, and I'm reminded by Finbar and Cork. Mm. Where's Belgrade then? Which was Serbia, the, capital of Serbia. Really ah, up-and-coming town. We, we, may, old, we may talk about it another the day. The old... Uh, Capital, Capital of, of Yugoslavia. Of, all of Yugoslavia. All right, exactly. okay. Yes. Well, he says the, the dames in Belgrade are phenomenal. <laughs> I do no, I, I, I hasten to add, this yes. is Finbar, not me. Finbar is a man of taste. That's all I'll say. <laughs> uh, I, I'm very, I have to say, women and men, uh, when we were in Dubrovnik, we were coming out of Buzabar one night and Mrs. Kenny took a tumble uh, and we had to go to uh, a Dubrovnik hospital. And the Croatian doctor that used to be in ER, apparently he's just like identical to the rest of them. The, the, the women love the men there. The men lo- love the women Go there. Away, A really. very striking people right through, right throughout former Yugoslavia. Zadar I mentioned. Fly Air Ryanair. Ryanair Direct. Uh, gentler pace. Another old town, but not as well preserved. It's probably the one of those cities that the communist, brutalist architecture made its way into during Tito's time. Smugly apartment blocks we there. Beaches there? Uh, we do. North and south along very easily cycled coastline. Uh, lovely little gimmick there. The Sea Organ, right? This is uh, at, in the old town of uh, Zadar. The motion of the sea and the wind basically play 
a never ending tune on the sea organ uh, at the really? at the, the dockside. But the great thing about Zadar is a jumping off place, place for a lot of Croatia's classics. The Plitvici Lakes uh, National Park, which are inland and are spectacular. Uh, UNESCO World Heritage Site. Yeah, I tell you, I've rarely he- heard you use so many superlative mm. on Tuesday. You're running out of superlatives. Yeah, this is basically, these are a, a network of 16 lakes interconnected by above and below ground rivers. It's karst landscape. A lot of this area is karst landscape. What's that mean? Uh, like what you have in, in the burn, that limestone, that oh, porous yeah, limestone. Yeah, yeah. And there's any number of waterfalls and cascades. You know, Ingrid is one of the world's leading experts on the flora and fauna yes. in the borough. Yes, absolutely. You, you well, know that. You should bring her to well, the Pedicci No, that's yeah. interesting. I could yeah. sell her on the idea yes. of going to the Fiducci Lakes. Plitvici, and don't mention that the first shot in the Croatia-Serbia war was actually fired there, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But listen, it's an entire day trip at minimum. You can also stay up there if you want. Uh, There's the upper and lower lakes, a magnificent complex. Another place just... Just to stop you here, I reckon this is going. I'm going to try this okay. because that the the challenge for Ingrid will be the war, right? Yes, and versus the cars, <laughs> versus the flora and fauna. Yeah, right. Okay, it'd be a really interesting yes. challenge to see who what, wins. What wins? Okay. You know? But also just offshore from Zadar is the Cornati National Park. Um, again, a karst landscape. Uh, George Bernard Shaw said that these islands were made by God as his final act of creation out of his tears, the stars, and his breath. Uh, so, okay. too now, many superlatives. A well, big sell there, but yeah. you haven't gone to Bosnia. Not yet, but I very quickly want to tell you that uh, the islands in the Cornatis that are named after buttocks and prostitution uh, <laughs> were so were so named because the locals were winding up the Austrian surveyors when they came in the 19th century and the name stuck. And you can also go to one of these islands, which is uninhabited, and do a Robinson Crusoe stay for a week. The fisherman will drop you off and, and come back and, and collect, come back you. To collect you a week later. Yes. Really? Yeah, absolutely. You can order fish from them as you pass as well, but that's possible. Now, uh, my knowledge now and the next topic is based on the Europea- the Eurovision Song Contest. Okay, right. Bosnia haven't won it yet, have they? No, but no. they enter as Bosnia-Herzegovina. Yeah, I am being... That, I, that is the full name of the country, Bosnia oh, and Herzegovina. Right. Uh, two stars here. I would say one thing you can do there, and I know you won't, is you can go canoeing and you can go rafting on the Naretva River in uh, well, Bosnia. Well, Ingrid went canoeing in South Island, uh, New oh, Zealand. Right. Fabulous. Well, this is one of these places where you fall out of the canoe you just have this urge to drink the water because it seems so clean in the in the river. And oh, I, I did. No so Inga went in yeah. a canoe and I was afraid, but she went paddling off with, yeah, with, yeah, a, with yeah. a guy. And great rafting, I say, certain times of okay. year as well, if you want a bit more uh, energy in your water flow. Baking hot in the summer. I would warn people of that. This is inland and tends to be surrounded by mountains and down in the valley. Uh, Mostar is quite a quaint city built around this river, Naretva. The highlight is the Stary Most Bridge, uh, which was a symbol of unity in what was diverse uh, Yugoslavia until it was mercilessly shelled by the Croatians uh, in 1993. And we tend to always think of the Serbians as the bad guys exclusively. The Croatians have a hell of a lot of blood in their hands uh, from the war. Uh, and Because the interesting thing, of course, that we forget about 
like is um, in World War Two. Mm. One lot sided kind of with the Allies, yeah. and the other lot sided with the Germans. So this, the only reason that Yugoslavia existed mm. is it had to dictate her, exactly, because it would never have existed otherwise. Yeah. And once he went, the natural thing happened. What we're now talking exactly. about, exactly the, the breakup, and I feel like the, he his force of authority held the country together effectively. But, but you said, I think, that mm. Bosnia was primarily Muslim. Yes, yeah? yeah, it is Muslim. Now, look, these countries were very mixed and uh, unfortunately what has happened is they have broken back into their as was the yeah, ethnic stereotypes. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, and Bosnia it was a very light Muslim. I remember meeting guys from Sarajevo and Dubrovnik the first time and, and in there as well. Uh, they observe uh, Islam the way we observe Catholicism. Well, speak for yourself. <laughs> but in terms of abstinence, uh, it didn't okay. seem to be a feature. But I just you threw in the name there, and yes. you do this all the time. You can mm. throw in the name and then tiptoe past it. But what names I throw in? Sarajevo. Yes. So that's where World War One started. It did. Gavrilo Princip was the fella who killed the Archduke, the, the, the Archduke Ferdinand. Ferdinand. Yes. And Any can, World War One stuff there? Yeah, you, you, you will see the memorial to that well, yeah. and the mark of that. And I suppose they're balancing that commemoration with the fact that you know they tr- they really came through hosted the 84 Winter Olympics in Sarajevo that's right and then where Torval and Dean won their famous goal with Bolero uh, but from four years 92 to 96 the longest siege of a city in the history of modern warfare really uh, now uh, Damascus uh, or, or indeed some of the other Syrian cities may have overtaken it um, an absolutely brutal uh, uh, siege you know bread markets everywhere targeted and of course it's scarred, but it is a fascinating history. You will walk down what was known as Sniper's Alley, uh, where uh, the Sorry, most dangerous... Sorry, I hope Ingrid isn't listening, <laughs> because I mean... Sorry, <laughs> but not the Plavici Lakes, right? Uh, but okay. the most dangerous stretch of, of, of really? city uh, at one time but in, in the 1990s. But you can now walk down it safely. and like imagine... Yeah. Because you're looking around and you're looking at these high-rise buildings where the snipers, the snipers were, yeah. You're also looking at the entire geography around it, the fact that it is in a valley, it is enclosed. And it's and under a siege. was therefore easy, easier wow, okay. uh, to maintain. You pass the high Holiday Inn, uh, a very ugly building, but became a landmark because of the amount of times it was shelled uh, during the war. The Holiday Inn. The Holiday Inn is a very ugly yellow and brown building. All the media used to stay there, so we used to hear an awful lot about it. Because I don't want to take it to Belfast, mm. but the, ho- the hotel in Bath, Europa, yeah. was exactly the same. It was the most bombed, up to that point, yeah. bombed building in Europe. Yeah. As I remember walking there, arriving there in 1998. It was 38 centigrade in an August day, and it was just baking. And Every building you saw at that stage still bore the scars of war. Every public park had been converted into a graveyard. Um, the Every night there was commemorations for the fallen. Well, but well, most, sorry, hold yeah, a while here. Yeah, yeah. You were there. Yes. I never, ever, like, can get over this. You didn't bring Mrs. Kelly. No, no, no. Oh, she didn't come on this, trip, uh, this <laughs> trip at all. But, but I like you're seeing, you're seeing graveyards and public parks yeah. and everything. Yep. Yeah. And this was, I say, 98, so it wasn't long over. But an extraordinary welcome because there, was, there wasn't an awful lot of tourists back at that stage. I mean, I went to pay for a meal at a restaurant once to find that some locals had paid for the meal to say thank you for coming. And two, their two heroes are Bono and Princess Diana in Sarajevo because they kept the spotlight 
on oh, yeah, the conflict. Yeah. Right. Uh, I ate in Pizzeria Bono and down in Bascar Seizure, which is the most amazing old bazaar in the old town of Sarajevo, uh, you go along and the number of plaques and commemorations of Princess Diana is extraordinary and great, I must say, uh, commercialism and entrepreneurship there. Uh, I was looking at a plaque with a map with, with the shield of Bosnia and the shield of Belgium on it. And the guy goes, oh, Belgique? And I said, no, 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 Irlande pulls out one with the Bosnian and the Ireland flag uh, as well. You can go to the old Sarajevo tunnels through which they supplied the city both with food and with medical aid but also with weaponry to defend themselves. Well, of course, the, the other thing, like as a kind of historian of of kind of these kind of matters, um, normally when you go somewhere like World War One or World, mm. even World War Two, I'm planning Normandy at another trip to Normandy, um, like it's a long time ago. Yes. But the thing about here is, yeah. It was yesterday. It was yesterday, and the people you were meeting and talking to were combatants. Yeah. You know, and therefore. It is, and I, I won't make light of it, but it is a don't mention the war until it's mentioned to you uh, yes. uh, type of scenario. Obviously, as I say, it is commemorated, uh, which is hugely important. But there are a lot of sensitivities. Now, when you went to Bosnia, you went overland. Of yes. Course. But yes. if you were going to Bosnia now. No direct flights, uh, okay. uh, as far as where, but a lot of easy connections. But still, as I say, if you're doing the Dubrovnik thing, it is, there's day trips to Mostar and Sarajevo. You can stay for longer. Great value. Really vibrant. Uh, cities now do the do the bus tours even because the history and the knowledge you'll right. get about how I suppose matters developed and how the country fell oh, apart yeah. is fascinating.